doesn't he's met larry once and he's like uh sure. in, in passing in some dinner or something but this yeah, yeah, yeah. introduced him so i i forwarded to him i was like yo this is this is why i'm interested mm-hmm. and then, uh he's like okay yeah he forwards it to the woman the woman's like and he's like do whatever you want with this you know he's i like this young man blah 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 um and yeah an hour later no lie replied from my mentor, he's like, wow, he got your resume. He got, he got your resume. Yeah. And then I look down, I'm scrolling down, and then we see him saying, wow, he got your resume. The woman goes, um, replies and goes, Larry Fink thinks this is, this is an impressive young man and is going to find out where he is in the application process. And I was trying. <laughs> from the top, from yeah. the top, and I was like, "Yo, from the top." <laughs> and um, yeah, I was like, "Whatever happens, dude, you know, Larry Fink got my resume." You know, at the very least, Larry Fink clocked it. He says, "This guy is nice." Yeah, validation, my man. Validation, like this boy yeah. is nice. He like from the top S management come see you yeah. in the world. Okay. Yeah. So then, so then, what happened in the what happened then afterwards in the thing? So basically, I sent a follow up to this guy, and um, so at this point in time, this is what's happening. So I'm dismayed because I don't have a job yet. Um, yeah. And I, but then I applied to this um, uh, values uh, care healthcare company. They do like healthcare consulting, and mm. they they gave me an offer. Um, so they gave me an offer and this is after, um, this is another interesting thing. This is after, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not from the healthcare uh, industry. Yes. What was yes. worrying me about it was that, you know, they, it's values based, they care about people and they're solving a, a pretty big problem here in the United States, you know, healthcare is expensive. Um, yeah. so they, they're prioritizing like, you know, customer satisfaction and aligning incentives for mm-hmm. better healthcare rather than just trying to charge people more and more. Yes. Um, and I was interviewing with them and after my second round interview, the guy called me and he's just like, Yo, um you you've gone to the third round interview with the VPs, but it was a it was a struggle because you're and I don't know why this guy was, was was telling me this, but he was like, "Yeah, struggle because 
you know, you you don't have a healthcare background, but background, sure. you do blah blah blah. So you gotta you know turn it up a little bit. And he's like, by the way, your interviews. I'm sorry, but we'll start tomorrow. And everyone else who was interviewing knew like a week before. Um, so I was like, yo. So I've just got to. This like, is a bit of like a hail mary, like these yeah. guys. I mean, got yeah. Twenty four hours to do this. Yes. Um, so who are you doing your mock interview prep with? Do you doing this with like uh, with, uh, friends, school? With friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then yeah, ended up ended up obviously doing well. Um, and one of, I got one of those trick questions, not trick questions, but it's those, it's those in case interview questions that don't mean those little, those little uh, curveball, like little, yeah. Little, yeah. They were like, uh, can you estimate how many hospital beds are in the United States? Um, they wanted to know how I was thinking about it. So I was like, the, log the, the logical steps. And what was the answer? Yeah. What was the, what was the, so, or how did you, how did you approach the question? Well, I said, I was like, okay. Um, I basically said, uh, there's, okay, let's think about, we can't start off with, with population. Because um, you need a base, like a base. What's the baseline? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, we'll start with states. There's 50 states in the United States. Okay, and then I was like, okay, let's think it's about- It's tempting to go population first. It's tempting yeah. to go population first. It is. I was, thinking I was like, maybe, no, no, it's states, okay. Yeah, I said, I actually I was like, yeah, let's think about the population. I was like, hmm. I was like, okay, fine, let's, yeah. I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna work with that. Then I was like, okay, let's do, let's do states. I was like, there's 50 states. Mm. And then it said, um, let's think of a hospital. Okay, a hospital here in the United States is probably got four wings like radiology uh cardiology you went you went in yeah cardiology like yeah, yeah. emergency room and then i was like you know, uh, patient care or whatever i just mm. said on average there's four wings I'm sure and then i was like on you know each wing probably has i would estimate i was like 50 room 15 rooms each room has four beds uh, and then I was like, there's probably four floors in, in, in one hospital here mm. in the States on average. Mm. So I just mm. multiplied each, each, and I was like, yeah, this is one hospital. And then I was like, okay, we're in Missouri. So here there's probably X amount. I think I was like, um, in St. Louis, there's X amount of hospitals. So we'll just say in the state, there's this amount. Um, mm and i went yeah and then just multiplied everything multiplied mm -hmm. by the states multiplied by the you know did everything and then sure. I got, yeah and i got it up to like uh i got like nine hundred and ten thousand. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. i was like yeah that's i can't give an exact number so i was like but oh, that's my rough yeah mm -hmm. yeah so i was like uh between 910 and uh, a, a million mm -hmm. um and she was just like wow wow okay cool mm -hmm. Uh, and mm. the answer was 915, bro. It was 915. Wow. <laughs> so you're, you're just like, you're, you're in the particular. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, obviously, your boy is acting confident. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. But inside, yeah. you're like, you yeah, yeah, inside, <laughs> you're like, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This was tense. Like, yo, this is 
Yeah. This is tense. Once, once in a lifetime, I'll take Jeez. it. Um, so then, so so then you get the gig. So of course, like you've succeeded. Did you turn it down? Will you accept? Yeah, I, I had to decline. Declined it. Um, okay. Why? Well, only because it wasn't aligning with. Uh, I would have taken it out of here at the point, which is still the point I'm at. I didn't have a job. Um, we, we were about to move. Um, a lot of financial responsibility. People in Zim, you know, there's family in Zim. You want to help out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so and like, the job's in St. Louis. It's in St. Louis. In St. Louis. They would have allowed, they would have had me be in St. Louis for four months and then I would have worked remote. Uh, mm. So, had a couple of conversations and then all of a sudden McKinsey popped up and BlackRock popped up. Uh, so, so you take the gamble. It's so a gamble. Like, yeah, short thing or the gamble. And then I was, you know, a couple of days before I had to make the decision, uh, before I even interviewed for the others, I, I had to make a decision. So prayed about it and spoke to a couple of people about it. And um, Ali was pretty helpful. And yes. It would have, I would have just taken the job out of fear. It wouldn't have been something that I was thriving at. And, um, it wasn't it, you know, you didn't come this far. It was, yeah, it was, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get so it. I declined the offer. And then, Bolt. me, and Blackrock, me. <laughs> now you're like, no. <laughs> like, God, what are, you, what are you trying to say to me? What are you trying to say? He's <laughs> like, that's it, man. Uh, so, uh, it's tough. It's tough because, like, you, you get those moments, you think, okay, these things came up for a reason. It feels like fate. I have the CEO of BlackRock looking at my CV and giving it that validation. Surely this could be it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's a no. Then you're like, ah, oh, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? What are you, what are you telling me? Yeah. You, what are you telling me? Yeah. What are you telling me? Yeah. Like you, you have to stop with your games, bro. You need to yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Well, yeah. look, I, I hope the World Bank thing works out. You know what I mean? And I and I can fully resonate with the the feeling of going for broke, and by right. if I'm going for broke, it's like swinging for the fences. Like no, that's where I want to be. Do what I'm trying to say, and it, it's not going. Maybe I want to work out, but panning out as you as you envision at the time. Yeah, exactly. And I think the fear is that you. Me, I don't. I don't know if it's the same with you, but I don't. You know, usually when things i know if things were not going to work out sometimes i wouldn't try like i was like why would i go into something that yes fail? yes um yes but then i don't know there's been some reward in going for these um you know for swinging with the fences it's not the ball getting to the fence but it's you know how the attempt. yeah the attempt is is valiant it's 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 uh it brings out something you're like oh shit. okay maybe Mm. And then you get close. You're like, yeah, but I got close. The timeline. I got close. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know. Yes, yes. I think that the, the the tough thing is trying to then see what where the valiance is in the actual attempt and what the lessons are from. I I do think for sure there are attempts, but I almost had to like for me personally, I had to almost when I've done certain things, I have to almost stop pause and write down what I think I've learned from the from those particular attempts. Where I'm like. This didn't work out how I envisioned. 
before I move on to like the next thing, let me just write down what I think I have learned. Of course, other things will uh, illuminate themselves or kind of come to my attention as time goes in hindsight. But yeah. at that moment, I have to like take stock. I have to say, oh, okay, I've learned X, Y, Z. Okay, cool. Now let's see what else is out there for us. But it's it does suck. But yeah. hopefully in the future yeah. you laugh at it. You know what I mean? Hopefully yeah. in the future you look back and you laugh. Yeah, and you can tell a better story. No one wants to hear a story of, yeah, so then I applied to McKinsey yeah. and I got it. I got it. I got it. Uh, I got it. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard crazy stories. People are saying, like, like my one friend, his name is Kuda. He works for a company called Dimension Data, which is like a big, you know, big com- a big company here in South Africa. I think they're yeah. now global now, but big company in South Africa. Anyway, yeah. the graduate program, fresh out of, of his undergrad, they have like this select graduate, they choose like 12 people. Yeah. He applies, he comes from university, applies, gets a no. And he's like, and of it's course, everything story, in this mind, God, God does say, you need to go for this thing, it's going to work out. Then he applies, he gets a no, he looks up in the sky and says, See, that's already what's a story. story. What's, what's, what's this about? What's this about? <laughs> and then he's like, nah, he's defeated. And his best mate gets in to the program. His best yeah. friend gets in. He's just like, we're praying together for this thing. Just, I can't tell what what am I missing here? What am I missing? What's going on? Anyway, a few I think a couple of weeks goes by. And I think he he's very spiritual. And then he says he hears a voice that says, when he's praying, like, why did you stop? Why did you stop trying for that job? Then he says, well, of course, <laughs> I didn't like, keep trying for that job. Anyway, so he writes a long letter to the yeah. to, to see to the CEO. He says, nah, writes a long letter to the CEO. Tells him why he's the perfect candidate for this particular graduate program. Just loop, just leapfrogs HR like that. HR, HR clearly what he wants to tell them. He leapfrogs yeah. that long letter, sends it off, boom. Then literally gets a long reply from the CEO, he comes back, he gets a graduate program, and then now he's been doing it for the past two years. But I'm just saying, like, yo, that stuff, that stuff happens. Like you think it is yeah. that, but that stuff really happens. And you say, like, it's like you said, like, you just pulled is like I'm telling you, I got a nudge that I should just try again. Yeah. And then, you know, now his day has been there for two years working in HR. And it's just like scary that that's you know, those stories are kind of very inspiring. Yeah. So are, um, you, are you telling me to write a letter? Um, I didn't say it. You can you can <laughs> glean from it. You can, you can glean from it what you will. <laughs> you can glean from it what you will. But I'm just saying an example. <laughs> you can glean from it what you will. But yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but dude, thanks so much for like the time. But what I wanted to do, right, is I know you're a busy person. Of course, you want stuff to do on your Sunday. Um, yeah, your yeah. uh, <laughs> but what I wanted to do was I've actually interviewed a couple of close friends of mine. I think the idea, of course, is um, Zimbabwean voices, as I've said. Mm-hmm. And if you look at stories, as I think you have been very like instrumental in kind of this process, because when I was applying for school, you talked about the importance of telling my story mm-hmm. and how and I, and I, I, maybe I understood that maybe it's quite intellectual. I didn't know, maybe at, at a surface level, I stood at a surface level, but I didn't understand like the real actual like firepower that the story has it has real firepower yeah it's like perceptions are built on it countries yeah. build the name on it yeah. you know america is big because it's probably the best storytelling country in the in the world nike is yeah. powerful because it's the best storytelling company in the you know what i'm trying to say 
So yeah. I think as I as I got to that process, I got was as I went to school, I had a process to almost stop, pause, and really dig deep and kind of pull out these narratives and then kind of see what the threads were. And I'm like, oh geez. There's actually like a little golden thread that's actually across my history, at least my history. And that was like a really illuminating thing. And one of the things I was looking, when I looked back through my history, like a big thing was for me, the positive Zimbabwe narrative was such a, it's always been an important thing for me. It's always been like such a, and because I went to school in South Africa, I mean, of course, because of Zimbabwe's ground and Zimbabwe were growing up as kids where yeah. things were kind of in flux. Yeah. Then I go to school in South Africa and I'm now like a 12 years old that coming to this. And then all of that stuff is happening at Zim. And that is the the narrative that is being perpetuated on Zimbabwe. Mm -hmm. I remember like speech day. Whenever I do a speech day, it would always be like, guys, yes, things are things are crazy, but I'm telling you, this positive Zimbabwe story also exists. So that's that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the same thing would always <clears throat> happen when I would be, even as I was trying to school now, I have to do like a video essay. I'll always be saying the same thing. When I finished varsity, I wanted to do like this exact thing where I'd interview people who are doing cool stuff from Zim, who are doing the positive things I think Zim needs to, to hear about. Mm -hmm. And the camera got stolen. The camera got stolen before we. <laughs> before. That's the truth. <laughs> Bro. Uh, the camera got stolen. I was like, geez, I'm just going to tell good stories here. Now the camera gets stolen the day, the day we're about to shoot. <laughs> It was me and my friend Tapio. We're gonna interview this girl called uh, Lily. Um, she was making like cool, cool um, making work uh, made by a woman in the in Dogma shower, and they were kind of exporting across the world. And she was yeah. they built this brand. Now like this is amazing. She's empowering people. We should people should know about the work that this woman is doing. Right. The camera gets stolen on the day. So of course you know like as I was applying to school, I was like, look, if I don't get into school, what remains? And I was like, well, I think we've seen a trend that whether I succeed at this whole thing or not, there's something that will still remain, which is I need for me, like there's something that needs to facilitate getting these stories out in any way that I can. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to kind of chat to, to you about. Today, I've spoken to like a couple of people, Hilton, uh, Farai, I think from a rugby perspective were really interesting. Mm -hmm. And I think you're interesting for I think your whole life story is very interesting, but I think specifically for me as a person who used to play rugby in the past, there's that transition point where you almost have to reinvent yourself into what life after rugby looks like. And that is a very tough thing because a lot of the time you tie your identity to your life as an athlete. Like, and it's a tough, it's almost like an emotion, emotional upheaval that has to go to like, listen, there's something else you can do beyond this. Do you know what I'm saying? I think you have a very um, interesting story about that. So I'll touch on what you've been up to the past years, and I'll kind of take it back into how you got into that particular journey. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, that's definitely something quite interesting to talk about. And just to to answer your question on touching back in the last two years, so I've I've basically been um, uh, I've been in the United States for I, I guess the past almost eight years. In the last two years, eight. Yeah. Eight. I know, time's moving. Yeah, time's gone quickly. Right? <clears throat> yeah. And um, the last two years I've been doing um, my MBA. So I, after my leadership training and consulting in St. Louis with a company called Barry Wemela, I applied yeah. to do, uh, go into, um, um, because now business was, you know, my vehicle uh, was, was, was who I wanted to be. Yes. Uh, I applied to... Vehicle for what? 
vehicle for, for the vehicle for you know i've always i think i, I think similar to you demi or sure. um, just always wanted to you know be represent my people do yeah. well and yeah. have that um mm-hmm. and uh, obviously sport was was my first that platform sure yeah, that was the platform yes. um mm-hmm. and then uh, i pivoted to to business and we can talk about why later mm-hmm. when we're talking about mm-hmm. identity um mm-hmm. and yeah so leadership training and consulting was the first thing i, I did and then I wanted to elevate my skills uh, uh, a little bit more so that I could be, you know, someone of, of value in, in this business world. Um, yep. So I decided to apply to an elite business school. And unlike, you know, I, I took a gamble and there's a trend of gambles, like me taking gambles in my life. And <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's for better or for worse, but yeah, applied to, to one. I just applied to this to one to one business school to yeah. one business school um Huge. and the and the hook was uh for me it was the you know they had this new program it was called the global immersion uh where you would uh travel to you know dc be in the brookings in, in this think tank um, yes and then you'd go to barcelona you'd do some um consulting there um, yes. a winery and also do some classes then you'd go to beijing then you'd go to shanghai and it was just yes. like this global you know business uh curriculum that was bringing everything that i like together um and i was like wow this is this is this is amazing um so yes. I was like, okay i'm gonna apply to the school and no lie i used to drive past that school um and it's and when you when you drive past, was it always an idea like this is a school I want to. Uh, yeah, maybe if I'm lucky enough to to go to. It'd be great to go there. I literally used to say to me, no lie. I literally used to say, "Thank you, God, that I will be starting my MBA, uh, my MBA uh, at Washington University in St. Louis this coming summer." Every time, I've got I've got friends who like like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like I am going to do my MBA at this. Yeah. School. And then after a week, those same friends would be like, thank you, Lord, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, I used to, oh, yeah, used to drive past that school every, every, every day and, uh, or most days and, and say that. And then I got in, I got in through the- Wait, wait, hang on. Okay. So, <laughs> so of course we're driving past we're working at this particular time. We've finished our undergrad. We've yep. finished our undergrad. We're now working in St. Louis. Yep. Um, and we get to a point where you think I need to get deeper learning through a, through a business school. Yep. I guess the first question I have is like, why business school as a vehicle for going, I guess, for <clears> this <throat> and then the second, the second question I'll say is what that actual interview, pro- at least the application post and interview is like. But I think there's a lot of stuff we can learn from those two points. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, um, why business school? Um, I had the realization that uh, a lot of the problems that are being solved in Zimbabwe and the African mm-hmm. continent are in small businesses and entrepreneurs' hands. Like yes. they're the ones that are on the ground, uh, innovatively solving these problems. Yeah. Um, my justification, and in my head. This is how I think of the situation in, in Zim and the African continent. 
um, sure. void of any political, you know, affiliation. Mm-hmm. Zimbabwe and a lot of the African countries were liberated by, uh, you know, a very brave generation of people that yes. gave us, you know, this freedom. Yes. Um, and that was the that the public side for me, like the public won our, um, um, like the public uh, governments won our freedom, uh, so that we can you know live uh, a, a better life and a good life. Mm. Mm. To me, the private side, if the onus is on them now to elevate those lives, to create new businesses that are innovative, that are solving problems, mm. that are going to. Yeah. <clears throat> make people wealthier that are going to expose talents to opportunities it's now the private side um mm. in my head and in my heart that's how i was thinking about it and i wanted yeah. to be part of that um i think the the, the public side has done their jobs um yeah now the onus is on the public side to to lift it up and accelerate it um, sure. so that's why the business side that's why i was like okay i want to be part of that uh, I, I like that. Um, I like that. Okay. And then, yeah, and and it was from a, you know, it was from a sporting because obviously I was an athlete before, uh, mm-hmm. and and the battle, the conversation that I had was, um, sport is for me, um, business is for the people, and I was like, I need to be for the people. Um, I think it okay. would cast a, a wider net. Um, Right. Um, right. And then to <clears throat> to answer the second question in terms of the interview process, um, it was so the first thing I had to do was, and I'm sure you're familiar, was to take the G- GRE. Um, so it was either GMAT or GRE. And I had never taken these things before. So I took it four times. I took it four <laughs> times. Jeez, it's t- yo. <laughs> Send that <laughs> testing. <laughs> four times it's tough man yeah. anyway so yes yeah so, so exactly what you were doing i had to study for this thing mm. um and you know the writing wasn't bad you know the 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 writing and the the english part you know i was like okay i still got i still got it <laughs> yeah 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 and then the math and what they yo oh, <laughs> it was <okay>. like <laughs> That quant, that quant will separate the wheat from the chaff. That, yeah. that quant. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it's supposed to be, you know, it's it's supposed to be some of them are quick. It's in, it's supposedly intuitive, in, intuitive math problems that, you know, you just go through. And yeah. I was like on, you know, stuck on a problem for like, 10 minutes fam like it's this it's, it's the strategy it's almost yeah. like you guys aren't you guys aren't you guys don't want me to answer the question there's like a strategy yeah it's about yeah. strategy you're like geez yeah and so, it's high school math it's not like it impossible it's high school mathematics but it's yeah. the time pressure and the strategy that you have exactly. to answer it when that adds the and the recollection from language yeah how do i do you <laughs> yeah yeah so it was that was that was a struggle, but I, I, you know, I was working and then I was studying in, in the night. And then <clears throat> after about four weeks or so, I just took it. I went and, yeah. I went and I went to this place and I took it and I forgot what, uh, you know, where, what, what happened. It wasn't like, uh, you know, I didn't blow it out of the water. Yes. I, I wasn't extremely terrible, but I was like somewhere in the, in the middle. 
the uh, middle, sure. Uh, so, and I, I basically took this to, um, gave it to the school. Um, and so they do interviews with me. Uh, yes. And I remember the first interview and her name is, uh, uh, Tina, Tina Davis. Uh, yeah, we had a, we had an interview, um, you know, interviews going, okay. It's going fine. We, you know, it's talking about the, the story and stuff and they have a couple of questions, uh, you know, star method questions. Yes. Um, and then yes. at the end, at the end of the interview, uh, you know, it kind of, she kind of like closed the book and I was like, Hey, I just asked her a couple of questions about her yes. and stuff. Yes. And then she was like, and, and, and are you feeling like this interview is going well? You're like, well, it's going okay. I'm time. like, it's going, it's going okay. And sure. then she's like, so what, you know, what's, what's driving you behind, like to do this. <clears throat> and I just pulled my heart out. I was just like, look, I'm from Zim. And I, I, I love my, my country. I, I, mm. I love the continent. What I am doing is to, I want to, I want to, I want to empower them. I want my success to empower, to empower yes. those, <clears throat> my fellow countrymen and women and a continent. I want, mm -hmm. I want to shed light on some talent there. Um, mm -hmm. and this is part of the process. Uh, mm -hmm. getting my MBA is part of the process. Mm -hmm. uh, and I actually said, I'm, I'm going to do it. Um, and I think Wash U would be a perfect place for me to, you know, to cultivate those skills for me to do it. Yes. Wash U doesn't feel the same. That's okay. But I'm still going to do it. But in either whether you guys, yeah. there's a train that is leaving at nine o'clock. Yeah, exactly. You guys can be on that train or not like whether you come on or the train or not like it's it's irrelevant right i'm still gonna do what i intend to do yeah so be part of it or that's wonderful yeah yeah and so I, you and almost I, felt like you know so go on yeah she felt yeah. like she's like maybe i need to yeah no she and she was you know and she started pouring her heart out as, as well and mm. at the end of the conversation she was just like uh you know i i think I think we'll you'll we'll get in we'll you know I think you'll get in here. I, I definitely I will we'll see how it goes, but I think we're gonna make this thing happen. Yeah, we're gonna make, make this, this thing happen. So she was she was great. Um, and at the time, I remember her son was at the hospital, so she was going through a, a tough time as well. Mm. Um, but after that interview, I was like, okay, there's a you know, this is a a, a renowned school like the undergrad has like a one percent acceptance rate or something yes it's, it's ridiculous yes. um but um yes. but you know i can i think i can get a place here mm -hmm. um and i remember going to my second interview and i walked into this interview there were two interviews i may have had three i think there were two oh, yeah yeah <clears throat> yeah Okay. So, uh, so I go to yeah, in the hill. So I go to my second interview and I, I walk in um, and there's three three women standing there. Mm. And they're like, Oh, you're Lungi, we've heard so much about oh, this, 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 yeah. this is the guy. Yeah. <laughs> this is the guy. Like, we wanted to put a face to you and the I was name. Like, okay. So um, basically I forget the lady's name. She was vouching to say, Guys, there's this guy I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have to he has to get in here. You guys have to be like, in here. Okay. And do you know where it came from? It came from the story. Mm. 
like the school, like the stories. being able to tell those stories of where, where I come from, who yes. I am, you know, and, and where I'm going pretty much remember like to tie that thread through tie that thread yes yeah yes. And, it, and it you know it resonated so um yeah it and, cuts and, through it cuts through into a world-class institution it yeah. cuts through like like butter just <clears throat> into a world-class institution yeah you said yeah. yeah um and it yeah and and it, it was great man it was and you know they were like okay if you want a scholarship if you want more of a scholarship you know you can um you know, retake the GRE. And I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to retake the GRE. Yeah. I know you took it four times. I know yeah, you took the test. Of course. <laughs> that thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, so you said, look, I'm, but, but, you had, but had you gotten in already? Or you're like, look, I'm in. Ugh, fine. Uh, just... No, they were like, you know, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't in yet, but they were like, you know, it'll give you uh, a scholarship and an acceptance and i was like no just i'm, I'm okay um uh, and yeah i got it got a scholarship and Amazing. yeah it, it it was such a, a great opportunity man it was unbelievable i still can't believe i did it you know Dude, well done and congratulations i mean you should be super proud and like i've seen i've asked i spoke to, to farai about this earlier <clears throat> into how sometimes I think the United States had top programs does MBA as well. And, I, and not that I've been to a top program, but what I've seen is how people have come out of them. I've seen that before and after. And that's the, the, the term that I used when I was speaking to Farai was uh, scope of possibilities. So you, mm -hmm. you go in like you're with the world, the worldview is almost like this. Some, for some people, then you come out and like, there's like this, yeah, with these classmates, you look at these classmates, you're like, goodness me, these are people that I'm in class with. Yeah. That that and they and you have to take them so seriously because they're so everyone's so impressive. Everyone yeah. is just so impressive, mm -hmm. and then the teachers are impressive, and then like their worldviews are just so broad. You say, "Goodness me, I can do it. Not I do anything, but like the possibilities just almost seem endless." So the question I have for you, like, what was that two-year experience like, and was it as transformational as it has been for for other people? Yeah, man, it, and I think you you got it right with the when you see the when you see your cohort members and your classmates mm. you're like wow <laughs> these, <laughs> these people yeah. are unreal you're like yeah. guys you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah people yeah. are like speaking in class you're like yeah sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what he said yeah what she said he's gonna point this one he's gonna point. <laughs> yeah. but yeah they yeah they, I, like i Honestly, you know, uh, because of that travel, that global immersion, we came back. Um, so you're traveling the world. In the, as part of your program, you go to China, it's Barcelona, yeah. all of these places, right? And you're on scholarship. And like, of course, scholarship is helping with all of I'm saying that because a lot of the moms might be listening, they'll be like, hey, can I actually afford to, to do It's like, listen, the scholarships, part scholarships are given for these things. So you're traveling the world on scholarships. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, um, everything's paid for. So all your tuition, your tuition yes. pays for the flights, the hotels, the food, and you literally you live you, you live a good life. You know, it's, it's yeah, a, yeah, it's a good life. It's um, mm. and it was, you know, just to like the day looked like you know me getting up at mm. um, whatever like six thirty or and then mm. we have breakfast. Mm. Like, 
smart business casual breakfast mm -hmm. everyone's there um mm -hmm. go to class um you know from a, a couple of hours you, you do class and you're always in groups so you've got like core members. team based yeah all team based sure um and you you basically also have a consulting project maybe you're doing it for this company this u.s company who's trying to penetrate the shanghai market so yes you do research for that you do field trips and you're doing you know you're staying up mm. at you, you have lunch you have dinner you stay up you're doing group work sometimes you stay up mm. till like 12 sometimes you stay mm. up till two um you know it's it's, it's hectic it's, it's hectic, hectic. Yeah. it's hectic but yeah. it's you're, you're thriving me i was mm. driving i was like loving it um, this is tough but goodness me it, just, it doesn't it's what it's work but it doesn't even feel like it. i'm learning yeah. so much it's like yeah unbelievable yeah. yeah and and to the point about you know my classmates when we got back from that experience we you know like you know during sports you you do these tours and stuff and then you create this bond and camaraderie yes That's exactly what happened with this and we came yes. back and remember sitting in class and you know the banter is going back and forth because we just traveled the world together Yes. And professors, yes. literally every professor was like, I've never seen a group this cohesive before. Come in through the yeah. gate for all of these things. Like, yeah, like yes. people would be say something, someone would be like, yeah, well, you know, like we were just feeding off each other. Professors mm. were like, wow, you guys are close, you know? Mm. Um, mm. Other MBA cohorts, the one above us was like, you guys are really close. Together um, tight, and it's because of this new program, this global leadership. The, yeah, that's why it was almost yeah got you. And um, you know, we had <clears throat> our our group had you know doctors, you know business people, all of it. social yeah. entrepreneurs. Uh, mm. Like it had every everyone, and everyone is so talented, and everyone mm. is bringing something to the table. You know, mm. Um, mm. so it was it was a great experience. And then the thing that happens there is you start looking into yourself as well. You start being reflective mm -hmm. um, because you see so many amazing people around you and you're like, okay, well, who am I? You know, like, what do I, what am I? What, bring? what do I bring into this environment? Yes. Exactly. Um, yes. Which is a good, good, good thing to go through, I think. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So it was, it was great. I really, really enjoyed it. And I think the, 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 the people that were there, um, you know, they definitely added a lot to, to me as well. Um, yes, we were, unfortunately, we had, you know, COVID, we started like this, like a jet going off and then COVID hit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and the world was what it was. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, but from all in all, yeah, yeah, yes. that's cool. I think you mentioned the, that's, that's amazing, firstly. Um, and then you mentioned a point around, you came back from touring the world together, and you came back so tight. And what came to my mind was um, sport. And like, you know how when a team goes on, rugby team goes on tour, any sports team goes on tour and they kind of come back from a tour. It's just like, you create so many memories in those particular touring experiences that are, and they forge bonds for life, right? Yeah. Um, the question I have was what do you, you, and the second point you mentioned was around, you had to have time to think of what I bring to a table given all of these environments that people are coming from given your like i guess majority sporting background before you came there what do you think the you the distinct flavor that you brought to that cohort was um given your particular background because some people might be like business school in what world am i you know what i'm saying either i'm paying for for all the or or, or in blue or, 
or for OGs. Yeah. It's like the the delta just seems so like the the delta just seems so high from there to there. Yeah. But that's a that's a real thing that might happen for them. So what do you think your unique flavor that you added was? Um. Yo, to me, I don't think that's for me to say. I don't know if I can say I brought this to the table. Um, sure. Um, I, I will. I will. Okay. So, because someone else might see it better than you. You do it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I there was a moment where um, oh, I don't even. I don't even. <clears throat> I actually have, I was thinking back here, I might have a, I made this, I made uh, our group, our core team group had these cards. Yes. And I told everyone to write what everyone means or, you know, what they've given to the, to the group over the, yes. Um, yes. Uh, over years. The, the, yeah. Uh, well, it was, it was over the, the trip. Um, the trip um, and I got three of them. So if I if I find them, I might read them to you, and then yes. you can judge for yourself uh, yes. what I brought to the to the. Do you group. remember what it was broadly? Do you remember what it was broadly? <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think it was uh, more of uh, being, um, you know, being the not necessarily the glue, but someone who brings people together. Um, mm. Also, um, someone who is, uh, and, and it just came from someone who's understanding of, of different people and, and cultures, mm. and mm. therefore can mediate mm. across different parties for a common goal. Um, yes, uh, and and can lead that way. So it was but mainly, yeah, it was mainly, you know, yeah, it was mainly that. Um, okay that came through, I think. That's awesome. Now on that point, I'm going to take it back because I think there's a reason why that is that that skill set was able to present itself in that way. And yeah. I think in many ways, it's because of your history. And this interesting path that you've traversed that has kind of led you to that particular point, right? I mean, we will take it back to say, you know, where were you born, first and foremost? And where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was I was born in Baba, city of kings and kings. <laughs> of course, proud Debele man. Yeah, like proud. proud Debele man. Yeah, no, I was, yeah. Yeah, I was born in born in Bulawayo, I was there. Mm. Um, when I think when I think of like you know where I'm from, that's that's definitely it. Um, yes. But then you know my dad worked in the bank in in Barclay, so we had to. He was always put in a different branch. Mm. Uh, so I started at an early age moving around. So I was seven when I first moved and we went to Karoi. Um, Karoi at seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I right. went to yeah. Karoi Primary School, was there for like three years. Really? Uh, From Glenn you and Karoi? I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just yeah. thought. It's a it's a weird place. It's, oh, is that? Like, I mean, it's a long time ago. But what was it like? You know, it's farming community for the most part, right? I think. Uh, yeah, I was. It was. Yeah, there's a big. It's a farming community. 
there's two schools. There's Karoi Primary School and there's Ridings. Ridings is like the Ridings, you know, the, yeah, the, yeah, 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 the, mm -hmm. the private school. And I now went to the you know Karoi Primary School. I just mm -hmm. remember I used to walk to school. I remember mm -hmm. there was just always uh, like trucks, uh, like lorries, like the big fourteeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like coming through yeah. parking. Yes. Um, and I remember the majanji. There was, yes. so, there was so much. So many uh, Majanji, yeah. yeah. Um, it yeah. was, yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, that was my first time, because uh, this is my first time I had to adapt and start speaking Shona. Uh, so I was like. Really? Because you're, you're speaking the, in the daily the whole time up until. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, okay, so I need to like, to survive here, I need to start speaking Shona. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you know, when you're in those schools, when you're in those government schools, yes, you know, there's like 56 of you in the class, 60 of you in the class, yeah. um, yes. just packed in this class. So you need yeah. to, to learn how to adapt. Um, yes. And then, yeah, I, I did. Um, and then following that, we went to Mutari. Uh, and then that's when I went to Hilton. So you've, you've been traveling. You've been yeah. traveling. It's actually, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a way of life, actually. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know. Sure. So we go from Karoi to Mutare. Yeah. And but Hillcrest, did Hillcrest have a primary school? Sorry, forgive my ignorance. I'm yeah, I did not yeah. primary school. Yeah. Sure. It was a very good primary school. And that was the first time I had to learn to speak English. I was like, because everything was in English. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. Wild. Yeah. I, I assume you went and you had spoke. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have spoken now. It's from grade four. Yeah, yeah, because I was speaking, you know, I was speaking, I was speaking English, I, I won't lie, like Karoi and and in in Bulao, we were speaking English, I could speak English. Right. But in Bulao, everything was taught in Debele, yes. and then we would learn English, everything in Karoi was taught yes. in Shona, in Shona. And you would learn and English. Yes. Yeah, yes. in Hillcrest, everything was in English. It was English. Yeah. Was, and they throw in some whatever. I would say maybe some Sean on the side there, but that's yeah. that's it. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. I was like, okay, okay, I need to adjust. I need to adjust. <laughs> now we have to, you know, do everything in English. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, that's uh, that was amazing. Uh, it was it was great. It went up to form one uh, there. Um, Met my best friend <clears throat> uh, Tane, mm -hmm. who mm -hmm. was going to be influential, you know, on on the trajectory of, of where I was going. Next. Your life, yeah. And Tane was and Tane was um, a Zimbabwean guy. Or was where was he from? He was he was Welsh. Um, and he was I mean, and he was at Hillcrest. He was, he yeah, was at Hillcrest. yeah. Okay. I mean, he still is Welsh. It's not like he changed. He was. They changed. Yeah. Oh, but he's, he's just... <laughs> Yeah. So he's he's from Welsh descent. Okay, sure. Yeah, uh, Welsh descent. Mum worked in the National Museum, um, and so they were in, in Ontario. In, in yeah. Ontario, I know there's a museum out in Ontario. Yeah, I know I have a cousin that used to work there. Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I met him, and you know he was going to have a huge impact on my life. Um, Sorry, question, question on yeah. the, on this point. His his mom is his mother is was Tara's him and his mom, his mom came from Wales. So in the, and I'm saying it because I'm interested because the Welsh woman that yeah. is pushing Zimbabwean culture. I just, that's interesting, right? It's just yeah, very interesting. Well, she's actually not, uh, she wasn't, um, well, she was Kiwi, but married a Welsh man and moved to Wales. 
Um, yes. But they they got separated, and yes. Tane's grandfather, who was uh, Tane's mom's dad. Yes. His name is Cyril. Um, and yes. He's a very prominent uh, person in 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 Zimbabwe. It was actually the museum and had uh, good you know relations with the government as well. So Zimbabwe mm. was somewhere that they um, yes. were akin to because of, of, of that relationship that with the grandfather, yeah. Interesting. I remember there was a big push um, around post-independence to really push museums across the country because mm-hmm. um, the importance of museums to kind of preserve culture and narrative and story too. So I just found that interesting that that's what they were doing. Okay, that's mm-hmm. terrific. And Tane, you beat him there in Form 1. And then how long were you guys together there at Hillcrest? Well, I met him in Grade 5. Uh, okay. And we, we just went up, we grew up, like started, you know, our parents just let us play <laughs> together. So, um, and then he moves to Harare to go to HIS um, in Form it's 1. And I'm doing yes. Form 1 um, yes. in, in Mutare. And I'll go back mm-hmm. and forth to go see mm-hmm. him in Harare. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my dad gets moved to Harare. So now I'm moved wow. to Harare. Harare. Um, and, then yeah. yes. Yes. and the funny thing to me is both Tani and I did entrance exams in Heritage. Interesting. Yeah. We did yeah, entrance exams for, for grade one or for grade yeah. one or for what grade? Oh, for, 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 um, uh, for form one. For, yeah, form one, form one. It was actually for, yeah, form one. It was, we did. Yes. Entrance entrance exams for heritage, and I believe you yes. in heritage in primary. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. My fondest, I was thinking, I was thinking to Prime Directly yesterday, and I was just we we're both just reminiscing like those are some of my our fondest memories were at that school. Like yeah. literally, if I look at my my closest friends today, if you look at like often the way in many ways out of all the schools I've gone to, a lot of it is kind of stems from those first four years of grade one to four. Like I had a lot of fond memories there, and wherever I go in the world, they're always like in yeah. london or wherever. i'm like you guys are everywhere yeah. but yeah i went there for a good four years of my life yeah amazing yeah. times yeah. okay yeah so um so you guys did the instagram but it didn't really you end up going like you went to his and then you went to gateway to, to gateway you know once you're in Arari. yeah uh-huh. once i went to gateway then form two up to form uh first term of lower six in mm-hmm. in, in gateway um, what, what, what was what was what was Gateway? And were you playing rugby this whole time at Gateway, or was that the first time you started playing? I was playing. Um, so I, I played rugby in Hillcrest, uh, mm-hmm. and in Gateway, now I was playing soccer, cricket, rugby, mm-hmm. uh, yes. and was loving sport. Just loved sport. Um, that was just loved playing sport. Yeah. And was it ever like a career? Pro- was it everything you wanted to do as a career, or were you just kind of playing for the enjoyment at this stage? I was enjoying it for the escape and enjoyment. Uh, it wasn't a career at this point. And then I visited, uh, I went to Wales for the first time with Tane when I was mm-hmm. 13. And mm-hmm. we played some rugby there. And, you mm-hmm. know, first time I was in Wales, I, I, it was it was amazing. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I remember flying over, you know, some uh, football or soccer stadiums. And I was like, mm-hmm. hey. This is it. This is it. Um, We landed, and everyone, because obviously Wales is, you know, crazy about rugby. It's their national sport. Yeah. Yeah. They they eat. They eat. They love it. You know, they love it. Um, Mm -hmm. 
and we'll go to the park and play around and people will be like wow you're good you know you're good like, oh okay yeah okay. It's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. like that's cool that's yeah yeah boy just kind of throwing exactly. a block but like okay yeah. this is you're, you're not bad yeah. yeah yeah and then after that i think i started taking it seriously a little bit and tanya was uh we were very competitive like when we played he was an amazing cricketer and we would play one-on-one mm-hmm. -on -one against each other you know mm -hmm. like we would be at home and we'll play for hours like mm -hmm. hours just playing against mm -hmm. each other and mm -hmm. to the point where you know i remember in primary school when it was interhouse day yes. and tanya was in a different house and i was in a different house yes. and he was batting and i was bowling or it would be me batting or him bowling mm -hmm. um and everyone everyone knew because we did this every day like this was our life everyone yeah. would be like these guys are gonna go at it again. What's what's going like, like, yeah. boys. <laughs> like, like we knew each other's yeah. weaknesses. We yes. and we yes. went hard yes. at each other, like hard. Yes. Um, yes. So that competitive driver definitely was fueled by him. Um, mm -hmm. And then yeah, we'd go to. We went to Wales, and I was like, you know, he'd be like, we'll be playing cricket, playing rugby, and that's when I was like, you know, you could maybe this rugby thing or the sport thing could you could go far. Um, you're saying this to him or to yourself at this stage? To myself, to myself. Okay, sure. Um, because yeah, and then just started training harder, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I ended up finishing high school. I left Gateway and mm -hmm. went to Shandavri College, which is in Wales. Um, so is that how you say it? when you say L is in LL Welsh? It's Shandavri. Shandavri. Well, is Welsh is a wild it's, it's yeah it's an interesting I love it and wait so how did so of course Tani of course there's a Welsh influence that's really pulling you of course through Tani and how did that competition even have as like a, as a, so basically he says look maybe look at Shandavri College as a place to go after Gateway to do your A-levels or something like that is that how the yeah. conversation went um his mom his mom was like you know we should really think about this because she mm -hmm. valued our our friendship you know yes she thought our friendship was good for each other um, mm -hmm. you know, even when things went bad, you know, like, um, in Zim, um, because, you know, I had friends from Gateway, most of mm -hmm. them were black. Tani mm -hmm. had friends from HIS, most of them were white. Yes. Like, none of them could invite one without the other. None. Like, no one. If you're inviting Tane, I'm coming. If you're inviting me, Tane is coming. And it was like, really? yeah. And it yeah. was like a, you know... Yes. Uh, even in, in Hillcrest, uh, I used to bring a soccer ball because my dad plays soccer, mm. you know, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and we used to have games. We would pick two teams, my team, I would always pick a team and there was always mm -hmm. an extra spot, even if Tani wasn't there. Mm. Like if we're picking seven people, I'll pick six because Tani would come and like, you know, um, it was my, my guys coming. It is yeah, like, yeah, this is my guy. Was, yeah. Yeah. It was just yeah. like that. We were like that with each other. Um, mm -hmm. So her mom, Tane's mom was like, uh, you know, you guys should look into, you know, a, a high school in, in, in Wales because they, mm -hmm. they had moved back there. Um, ah, I see. I yeah. see. Okay. Uh, and I was like, okay. Uh, and then, yeah. you know, a couple of people have seen me play. They vouched. Um, mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. you know, Tane's mom helped a lot. Um, Tani's, Tani's family helped and I finally 
the school took a chance and I went there and I found out it was, you know, one of the best rugby schools in, in Wales. Um, it's huge. So you, get then, it, so you get there, you get there when you're what, you're 17, you're 17, 18 when you get there. About to, yeah, about to turn, I'm just turned 17. Um, and that's wonderful. And you yeah. get there. And then I remember, I think I saw a photo of your high school team. And some of the people that are in that high school, I said, goodness me, these are like some iconic Welsh players, Welsh players now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I saw, if I'm, I saw like, I think George North was in that team. Yeah. Who got on one of the greatest Welsh rugby players ever to play the game. So I think Jack Roberts was one of them who was yeah. playing for Leicester. I don't know who he's playing for now. Cardiff, I don't forget. Maybe Cardiff? Yeah, Cardiff he was Cardiff. He just moved back to uh, Jersey now. Uh, but he was at Blues. Back for Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of, yeah, I don't know who else was there that you kind of, who, who people yeah, don't know. Yeah, Rod Rodri Jones. Rodri Jones is, I think he's in the current Welsh squad, the prop. Yeah. Um, yes. We had, yeah, we had, and, you know, everyone was talented. We had, yes. we had such a good team. Um, mm. you know, we had, uh, uh, some, some good players come through like mm. James, Dan, mm. Lewis, you know, we had, we had a re very good team and mm. we loved, we loved banter. We, we, like, yeah. we still stay in touch and everyone talks, yes. but we yes. became really good friends. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. I arrived there mm -hmm. and first win, like second winter now that I arrived there and everyone's in this training barn like pre-season training, you know, taking things mm. seriously. Um, mm. All these all these people have come in and they've met and I'm there like, you know, hoodie, <laughs> uh, woolen hat, gloves, big jacket. And I'm like jogging. <laughs> You're like, what, where, what is my life? I'm in the middle of Wales. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it, it ended up being, you know, some of the best years of, of my life. And it was it was tough though, like transitioning, because at first I was the yeah. only black guy in the whole school. The whole school, I was the only, black, the guy. only black guy. In the whole, she just stick out like a like yeah, like a sore thumb. Just goodness me. Um, and so, uh, uh, what was that? Was that like a bit of a culture shock? Was there a significant culture shock? It, it was, and it was um, because I was yeah, I was I was in this place, and I was. I was the only, you know, only person of color in the whole school. Um, your family's back home still. Your family's back home. Yeah. Everyone, you know, um, you know, my mind, like that's when my, I started thinking in English. I, I, I remember. Really? You could yeah. actually think like distinctly, okay, now I'm thinking in English. And that was Wales. And Wales is the first time that flipped. Yeah. Um, and I even remember asking my mom, because we used to go to chapel. And we used to say the you know the Lord's Prayer. And yes. But telling my mom, I was like, Mom, you know, can I get the Lord's Prayer in Debele? Because I want <laughs> <laughs> to 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 preserve a sense of my yeah, identity. Exactly. I was like, I want to I want to you know say it in Debele. Yeah. People saying it in English or Welsh, and I'm tired. Yes. I just want to <laughs> say it in Debele. Uh, and she was like, Okay. And she like sent me this. Yes thing about uh, the Welsh, uh, the Zimbabwe, the Lord. uh, Ndebele, um, Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer, that's yeah. phenomenal. Uh, but Jeez. it was great. I ended well, up for the most part, it was like great. You make great friends. Yeah, uh, amazing. Good opportunities. Yes. But yeah. do, do you not want, and then like, of course, now you like, you do your two years, do you not want to, you're playing good rugby, I assume, at this stage. Um, what was the kind of, 
when you got to the end of that journey, was it like, okay, do I go to a Welsh uni? Do I, yeah, what's, what now for me at this stage? There's a story that I, that I promised God that I'd always tell people. And it, it's, uh, it's, it's quite a phenomenal story, but it's, um, hmm. it, it, so I'm, I'm finishing high school now. Hmm. I'm training, uh, uh, with, uh, the Shandavri rugby club. Hmm. Um, it's myself, uh, George and Rodri. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think. We're training with the Shandavri Rugby Club. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, George gets his, his uh, gets named for the weekend, and we're still in school. Name, name, name for Wales or for for the, for the club for the club the club. Sure, yeah. sure. We're still in school, and mm -hmm. uh, obviously, you know, George is, you know, Scarlet under eighteen. Yes, what what yes but, yeah. Um, and so is Rodri, you know, he's, I think he's Osprey's under 18 at the time and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And George gets named uh, in the weekend squad, kills it, like, mm -hmm. kills it. Uh, Rodri's yeah. doing well. Uh, I think Jack is playing in Shaneshi. He's doing well. So people are starting to play for these clubs whilst they're still yes. in school, but they're finishing yes. up. And I'm, tra yes. I'm training with, uh, with uh, Shandavri and they... They try and they name me for the for the weekend to to play, mm -hmm. and then, mm -hmm. um, but they're like, we can't find your, um, what's it called? Like, sign. Uh, uh, I think it's like a, a sign paper because like, I'd sign like it. An, a, is it like an indemnity form of some sort or something? Else? Almost like an affiliation for a club. Um, okay, sure. sure. What you call it? But mm. I had an uh, there was a club called Romney that I was playing with in Cardiff, um, that was like a level below. Um, but they needed to transfer me to Shandavri, but they couldn't find my paperwork. Yes. So that happened yes. for two weeks straight where they were trying to play me and it was like, it wasn't happening. So I was like, what is going on? What's going um, on, yeah. Yeah, so at this point I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go back to Cardiff, I'm gonna take a gap year. Uh, I start working at Cardiff Arms Park um which is where the, at the stadium at the stadium yeah. millennium stadium yeah yeah uh and yeah. as i'm working george is blowing up and uh he gets like, yeah. yeah yeah like it happened in such you don't understand People he, he don't took understand. the world by he took the world by five remember saying 19 year old wills yeah. win and, it, and he did he just it like up. in such a short space of time like it was yeah. ridiculous mm -hmm. and uh so he gets his first cap uh he's mm -hmm. he's named for the weekend and then uh, I'm working at Cardiff Arms Park, but he's got me a ticket. So he's like, come watch. And I'm like, mm. okay. I'm, I'm, I'm working at the bar, blah, blah, And I'm like, okay, mm. the game's about to start. I need to bounce. They're like, okay, cool. Mm. Go mm. over, literally the stadium right next to it is Millennium Stadium. Go mm. in and I'm sitting there. And the ticket he's got me is like with the wags. So all the players- yeah, all, like, all the wags <laughs> and girlfriends. <Yeah. laughs> wires are like all next to me and i'm yeah. like jesus yeah. <laughs> and then i'm just like watching yeah and against south africa your boy scores a try boom go crazy mm. Mm. scores another try boom i go crazy i'm like this yeah. guy is gonna this is gonna... i was playing with the old guy's guy like <laughs> i was playing with him for a few days what do you mean this is my guy yeah, yeah. so i'm like yeah wow this is amazing and you know he's he's doing well i go back 
and I'm like, okay, I need to get my shit in order. You know, mm. uh, Jack Jack is killing it. Rodri's killing are you, it. Are you inspired or are you jealous? At this um, that's a good question. Or both? I think, mm-hmm. I think I was inspired. Mm. I think um, a friend of mine, Dan, Dan, who was also in the same same team, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think, you know, at this point, uh, he talked to me because I was quite disappointed that I, you know, things mm. were working as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just goes, yo, not everyone can be a George North, you know? He literally just said that. He's like, not everyone can be a George North. It's true. And it was so true. So and they're very few. And there are very few of them. Yeah. And it's like, it was only one. Yeah. One point. Yeah. And so true. Mm. And I was like, yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Mm. So start applying for universities um and then at this point this is where this is where the story gets interesting because i'm, I'm mm. applying for universities mm. i get an email from uh, the, the zimbabwe under 20 coaches because at this point I, I played for under 19s um yes i'd actually played for under 19s a year early we and you know, so I was with Dante, Marco, you know, with we, Marco we, and yes, yeah, we, that, we that team. Together. Yeah. Um, and uh, he goes... Marco Mama, we're not placed, we're not placed for Worcester. Well, yeah. I just saw even as context. Just yeah. Marco Mama plays for Worcester. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, so they get email you and say, hey. And they're like, we want you to come for the training squad for the mm-hmm. Junior World Trophy. Um, and then it says all these things, congratulations. And then at the end, it just goes, if you are not able to come, um, then uh, by this date, it will affect your selection moving forward. And I was like, "Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. I have to go. Mm -hmm. Um, but then at the same time, I had just handed in my passport so that I could try renew my visa to stay in the UK. Because my visa had just run out. Yeah. It's just like tricky. It's tricky. So they'd given me a day. So you're saying so, so you had a deadline with this, they had a crossroads where you say I either take the gamble and go to Zim and see yep. what that will be. Yeah. Or I go to or I stay in Wales and, and go to uni and then figure out yep. this thing from here. And figure and figure these things out. You know? Mm. Maybe play for a team, you know, keep keep on whatever. The yeah, yes. But I'm in the UK, if, you know. I mean Yeah, know. I mean like, you know, the Zimbabwe the Zimbabwe you know, like the you've you read it out, right? You've yeah, yeah. It's out there. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I speak to Tani's mom, uh, you know, because she's, I've been staying with them and um, <clears throat> family, friends, and, you know, the logical thing here is, is just to track on. Just track on. Just keep yeah. doing what you're doing. Pray mm-hmm. about it. And I'm like, you know what? This is an opportunity junior world trophy will be in georgia it'll be in georgia and uh yes Belisi. um yes. get this it could open other opportunities mm-hmm. uh tani's mom's like yeah i mean i agree but the decision's mm-hmm. yours so i'm like you know what gamble let's go i'm going to zoom i'm going to zoom so bold bold i pack my bags i book a flight on a tuesday i think the flights yeah. were tuesday it is Friday. I pack my bags. I get a train. I go to London. I stay with my friend Dan, Dan Newlands. 
Yes. Uh, but on the Friday, um, I uh, yeah, we get there, and I basically um, have to try go get my passport on the same day. Um, so I've got my suitcase. I'm going through. I don't know if you've been to Croydon, uh, but it's you know. I, I haven't, but sure, yeah. but sure. Yeah. There's a market oh, yeah. there and all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. So you like. Um, uh, I'm, I've got this bag, the suitcase. I'm dragging it around. Um, I've got Dan with me, and we, we go to Croydon, and we we're on a mission. We're trying to get my passport back so I can go back to you. Um, and so we get there. We get to Croydon, and then uh, we're just like, hey. My name is Lunile. I need my my passport. I need to go back to Zim. And they asked me some questions like, you, "Why do you need your passport?" Uh, like, yes. why yeah. And then they're like, "Why did you? Uh, why why is your passport here?" And I was like, "Come mm -hmm. on, it's for visa to get a visa." And then they're like, "So your your passport? <laughs> well, it's when your passport gets sent here." It doesn't stay in Croydon. It has to go through this, this. It's probably in yes. these places to get yes. validated and you know checked. And yes. there's no way your passport is here. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Like, mm -hmm. This is going to be an opportunity missed. And I'm, and I'm like, I walk over to go sit down. And as I'm walking over, Dan now is like, you know, shouting at these people, like, you know what? He's Cockney. So. <laughs> You know what? My friend came here, and we and he's just like going yeah, off, yeah. And he's, yeah, he's yeah. like the short guy. Mm. Um, and I'm sitting there, and I literally pray to me. I like mm. pray so hard, and I'm like, God, if you do not want me to go back to Zoom, then it's fine. I'll take the suitcase and I'll go back to Cardiff and I'll keep on going. It's easy. But if yeah. they, if in any way you want me to to go back to them for this opportunity then mm. uh, you know just let me know mm. and I, i'm just sitting there this woman comes up and then she's like what did you say your name was and i was like Lungile, mm -hmm. um and then they're like this has never happened before but we have your passport here and i was like hey hey uh, <laughs> Zim it is then. Zim it is, Zim it is. Get my passport. Dan is like, yeah, I told you. This is very unorthodox, by the way. Well, at least from the standard narrative, where the narrative is typically you go to Zimbabwe, you lodge your passport, you stay, and then that's it. You're there for five, ten years, that's it. You're saying, they look at you like, this person's coming out to get his passport back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he sure? Is he sure? Exactly. Like you, you know, the process will be cancelled. I was like, yeah, that's all. Yeah, good. like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, got my passport. Mm. Stayed at Dan's the weekend. Flew back to Zim. Landed. Training with the squad. There's about forty-five of us or something. All training. You know, it's tough. It's tough. Yes. First cut. They cut five people. And you haven't even made the squad at this. Oh, you're, you're invited, but you haven't kind of, yeah. you haven't even made the squad. Never made the squad. And then uh, you know they they cut first five people, and then like just training. You know how it is. It's deep in those in those trainings. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I did want you. Yeah, you know, it's, it's tough. They're tough. Yeah, yeah they're tough. tough. So mm -hmm. we're there, we're there, and then we we're going at it, and then they cut someone else, and then they cut mm -hmm. someone else, 
cut someone mm. off. And there's like 28 of us left or something. And I think they had to do one last cut. Lungile. And they're like, well, you're not, uh, we don't think you're, you know, showing the qualities that we had hoped, especially in these areas, these areas, these areas. So because of that, we're cutting you from the squad. Hyble. And I'm just like. And, and, and be my, there's no, beyond this, there's no real thing. Like this is the thing we're doing. There's no real, oh, if this doesn't work out, I'm going to do this. This no, is the thing that has to work out. This is it. This is it. And I get cut. Get home. I'm like, I'm in disbelief. My mom's just like, I've never seen him like this. And how and are they I, feeling about all of this? This decision of yours? At the old, are they are they quite good at that kind of stuff? And say, eh, it's your life. Zim parents. Zim parents. You know, I I try. That's to what make... I'm saying. This this one. They couldn't like Manoi. Like, what's wrong with this guy? Like. He's not thinking. He's not thinking. Yeah. He's not like he's, they're just like look, you know, you just what if you know you know how cautious they are and how and at this point they were right. You know, they I'd thrown away an opportunity to get a visa in a country yes. that got more opportunities and mm. you know and I was mm -hmm. there with nothing. I, I didn't have a spot in the squad, I didn't have a visa. I was mm. in I was in Zim and Harare doing nothing um and you know it, it got to me and i, I oh, went, went on a yeah. rage of like my prayers yeah. my prayers were now rage of like mm. how could you even you know you know it's like use i prayed to you i you, <laughs> i i asked you if you think i should be in zim you showed me the passport i gave you a passport i come here i do the things yeah. now you're here telling me that i can't exactly <laughs> exactly and then i'm just like you know what we've been there we've all been there i've been there and then right yeah someone someone sent me uh someone in wales i'd been part of this church they sent me a verse for some reason they just sent me like mm. hey i think this verse would be good for you mm. i read this verse a lot and it's uh what is the verse? isaiah uh chapter 41 uh verses 9 to 13 i'll read it to you now Mm. Um, it basically, after, you know, I was, I was in this hole and for some reason, this person's like, Hey, you should, you should look at this first. So I go, you know, in the middle of the night, uh, just before bed, I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. so I look mm -hmm. at this verse. Um, and this is what it says. Is it not even you, it's grow tired and weary? was a different one. Which one? Even you to grow tired and weary. And sometimes um, young men stumble and fall. No. But those, it's not that one. Okay. No. That's as I have 40, I think. That's as I have 40. But anyway, let's do it. Um, yeah. I took you from the ends of the earth, from its farthest mm. corners. I called mm. you. I said mm. you are my servant. I have chosen mm. you and have not rejected you. So mm. do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, mm. for I am your mm. God. I will mm. strengthen you and help you. I will mm. uphold you with my righteous right hand. Mm. All who rage against you will surely be ashamed and disgraced. Those who oppose you will be as nothing and perish. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. For mm. I am the Lord your God who takes hold mm. of your right hand and says to you, mm. do not fear. 
I will help you. Mm. Wow. So I read that. That's a word. Yeah. That's a word. Yeah. Yeah. That's a word. So you read this thing and say, okay, this is a word. Yeah. I was like, okay. That's, that's, we'll, we'll live with that one. We'll live with that one. And, and I'm just like, you know what? Let's just do what we can. I go yeah. to, to OH. I go, yes. Throw the ball around the OH. And then uh, this is, a, I think, two weeks before the under-20 team goes to Tbilisi. Yes. Um, they had put together a, a select team, an under-21 select team. Mm -hmm. To almost play against the main the main side and kind of... To play at Kotko, sure. yeah, before they yes. leave. And they're mm -hmm. like, we want you to play uh, for the select team. I was like, boom. Mm -hmm. sure. mm -hmm. Let's um, do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I remember... <clears throat> my first touch of the game, the ball got kicked. I was a fullback. It was a high up and under, like a high one. Mm. It was like, mm. and this is at Kodko. So everyone was just like, there, just. <laughs> everyone's left my everything. Yeah. <laughs> Iconic in... event, yeah. 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 Balls yeah. in the air, and I'm looking at it, and I look down, and I see like Kodachiwanza at full yes. pace. At full just tilt, like, yeah. Going. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. And it, mm. I didn't jump. I just like caught it. And then I just like, because Kuda was going fast and he was about to mm. like smash me. And mm. I just like did a little like step to the right. Mm. Kuda just went. Yeah. This is going to be a good game. So, yeah. 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 Some time into the game, do a move, and I, uh, I score. And start mm. picking, you know, and get some points. Game ends twenty-one all, uh, and I just like kicked the the three points to draws. Um, and then yeah, the stormer, yeah, the yeah. stormer. I had a good mm. game. I felt good. I felt, mm -hmm. felt good. And then people are like, "How old is that kid?" Mm. And they're like, ah, he's, he's, I think he's nineteen or." Because we in the World Cup here in front Say, say, I don't tell about now. Like. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, you know, and someone was like, you know, when God gives you things, it gives them to you in, a, in abundance. Mm. So that game was uh, uh, after the game. The cheetahs head coach at the time was like, hey, you should come train with us. Um, Sable's head coach was like, finally, you should come train with us at some point. And then um, sharks were there. They're like, hey, we want you to come to Durban. Um, and we want you to play three. for the, Yeah, they're like, we want you to come, you know, to Durban. We think it would be good for the under-21 team, for the academy first, and then we'll see how you go for the under-21 team. It's like, okay. Um, and then the coaches came back like, Mfana, that's what we were talking about. See you at training on Monday. Just like that. He's back. Wow. The boy was back. Boom. We're back. We're in the squad. Then we take that jet plane. Yeah. Got and the, take it the, to the World Cup. Got the starting number. Got the starting bag. Yeah. <laughs> look at God. Jeez. Yeah. That's that's epic. So look. So that's for like a phenomenal story, by the way. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening. I like uh, <laughs> No, it's a, but it's a phenomenal story. I think. I think there's something that kind of sticks out to me because I've spoken to 
I was speaking to, as I was saying, Frank Eric yesterday, and I think the Smart Under 20 as a platform, I think the more I speak to people, I'm like, it's actually like a significant platform for a lot of people. You'd mm-hmm. think, oh, it's just maybe it's not a national team, like senior level, but for him, that platform helped expose him to to playing in France. Like literally, that just playing there led to France and all of these other things. So I'm saying for you as well, it's like, geez, you're playing in that kind of environment where it's trials, matches, and things like that. You have got the Sables, the Cheetahs, the Sharks rugby team saying, yeah, let's talk. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Which I have for you is, of course, like, we're still, of course, we've done that. We go on the World Cup and it becomes what it is. But then we still have to, I guess, I don't know if the thinking at this time was building a professional rugby life at this stage. Like, what was, yeah. like, the idea beyond the under 20? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, this was, now this, now we're in. Now we're like, okay, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we want the, the professional life. We want the, mm-hmm. the sponsored mm-hmm. car. We want the, you know. The whole, yeah, you know, the bags, the kits. Yeah. The, the kit, the everything where you can walk in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The free, the free you know supplements. What? Yeah. The life. The life. The free supplements. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. It's so true. It's literally like that. Maybe one day I can get free supplements. Yeah. Sponsored car. Adidas will sponsor my kit. Yeah. And life is good. And I'm good. You know good. what I'm saying? What, what more can I need? What more can I need? Um, <laughs> So now yeah. I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm in the dream. I'm in the pipeline. Yeah. I'm in the dream. Yeah, in the pipeline. I can see it. Yeah. Winter and Sharks, Beast, Beast made it. Maybe even me, I can also do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So now you have to. Yeah. The thing you you have to realize with uh, athletes is that here in the United States, I think um, football players have about a two percent chance of making it to the NFL. Yeah. Throughout the whole country, it's not a lot. Mm-hmm. Out of a hundred people, two will make it to the NFL. Out of a thousand people, twenty. Like that's minuscule, minute. It's slim chances. Yeah. Um, and and it's 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 a very very tough and competitive uh, thing to make it as a pro athlete. But even if you give those stats to those people, try you know try telling them you know you're not. You're not going to make it because the stats are low. The thing is, you have to believe you're going to be the one, that 2%. Otherwise, nothing is worth it. So even, sure. if, yeah. So when I was there, even even going to the Sharks, I'm like, I'm going to be the one that's going to make it. I'm going to make it, yeah. I'm yeah. going to make it. I'm going to get the, the the contract. I'm going to play this. I'm, like you mm-hmm. have to believe that, even if the mm-hmm. odds stacked against you. Otherwise, there's no point yeah. of being in the. There's fight. no point even for sure. Yeah, fully. fully. So, so it was, you know, um, it, it was going to be. It, it was definitely going to be a, a struggle. But when I when I got to the Sharks, mm. um, you know, I was a no name, but I got there with you know Kuda, Chiwanza, Kuzwa, mm-hmm. Linians. Um, These are all other Sables guys, other Zim, yeah. Zim, Zim players. Yeah. Um, so you know, it was it was a you know I had some people there, uh, and it was tough. It was it was real. It was real tough. It was real competitive. Just when I thought I was gonna get a break, you know, um, I broke my jaw. Uh, first under twenty one trials, first first touch. Someone grabbed the ball through. I slid yeah. to pick it up, and someone came in knee knees first and I broke my jaw. Um, so 
it was, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I missed the ball under 21 season. I was watching from the stand. Um, and and mm. at this point, I'm like, ah, you know what? I don't know. Is yeah, yeah. Is, this, is this it? Is this it? And, yeah. and then I had to come back. I, I The Sharks flew me to the Leopards. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the Leopards. Uh, they put me up in a hotel and I, I did training with them. Actually, did training with Haka as well for, for a day. Yes. Um, yes. Had Rassi uh, train, uh, train us. The, cool. the, the Rassi Rasmus. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, had a had a good like I was back like I was back in form because I've been training, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't, you know I, I I thought I had a good training session and I went back I went told the sharks that I'm like I think I'm done with uh, with the sharks you know I was here for under twenty one there's no point no point um, I think I'm okay now mm-hmm. yeah so I I left I went back to Zoom. and then I thought I was gonna sign a contract with Leopards because I I had a good I had a good show out there. Yeah. Then they were like, yeah, 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 we'll send you, send you some paperwork and never came. Nothing came. Nothing came. And then I was just like, yo. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna be with old Hararians for, for a little bit and, and spend yes. some time in Zoom. Train hard. I did you know, I I, I did well. I, I I think I scored sixteen tries in the season. I was one yeah, we won the title. Um, had some good people around me, like to to you know guide me. Mm-hmm. Had the mm-hmm. gardeners, had the T Max, had the T Max, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. The, the icons, yeah, OH icons, yeah, OH exactly. legends, yeah. yeah. The way you screw up, they're like, "You're fine, we do." You know, um, <laughs> and we won the title. It was, yeah, yeah. yeah that was a good game as well. Um, and then I ended up getting my caps first, first Zim caps, Zim caps through that, through through that. I got selected, um, and uh, yeah, so now I'm, I'm going at it. And then in the middle, I'm just like, this has just been for me, it's uh, rugby's for me. And then it joins to what I was talking about earlier the realization. Yes. About business and how there's more to me than just rugby than just rugby sure. expand into it otherwise um you know i'm never going to be a sonny bill i'm never going to be uh yes a, yes a dan carter or yeah no a, a pocock or a beast so you start thinking what can life look like outside of this environment that i've been kind of yeah been exposed to for like the past few years of my life right yeah and yeah. What was that manifestation? Was that like school? Was that um, other things? Do you know, what was the kind of that outlet that you used during that Sables journey and whatnot? Yeah, it was it was school. I needed to to in, you know further the education and expand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I went to Lindenwood University <clears throat> to do international relations and yes. photography. And Linda, which is where in the United States, right? And in the United States, States. yeah. So, and and why they? And I know they've got a very great rugby program, but how did that even come on your radar? Yeah, so I was, I was applying to a couple of places. I applied to um, I applied to University of Cape Town. Uh, yes. I applied to uh, Maastricht, where your sister is. 
Yes, Maastricht, yeah, in the Netherlands, yes. Yeah, yes. I tried to yeah. do, um, back in Wales, I think to mm -hmm. University of Newark. Uh, Newark, um, yeah. And then I, someone was like, hey, you know, there's this school called Lindenwood, they play rugby, like, mm -hmm. back to Lindenwood. Let's apply, uh, let's see. And I applied to all those schools. A week later, Lindenwood hits me up. Okay. Let's talk. Let's talk. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They start moving and moving and moving, and I get accepted. Plane ticket, blah, blah. Now we're on, a, we're, on a, we're on a jet, leaving on a jet plane to go to the United Coming to America. Coming to America. <laughs> Coming to America. <laughs> I was, like I said, I, I was Akeem. Yeah. <laughs> I was born in the city of kings and queens. So I the was, kings of kings and queens. <laughs> Prince, of, Prince right. of Zimbabwe. Yeah. Prince of Zimbabwe. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh. And then I was like, okay, let's do this. And I actually went through quite a, a good time because I was able to balance school mm. and uh, playing for Sables. So I would travel. I would literally um, do school and then um, would get sent programs. And I had trainers in. Train, yes. In, in Lindenwood that would be training me for like an international test test match where I'd be That's sending wonderful. back results and then yes. I'll try and meet the team. Um, but you'll come in good yeah. physical condition. You'll come in yeah. good physical condition and then yeah. also you get in the academic side as well and exploring right. other parts of yourself. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And I remember one year I was so tired. I was so tired because I'd just done a, a year, like I was doing, I was doing school um, and then I was doing, uh, playing for Lindenwood mm. and then after playing for Lindenwood, I had to prepare for like test matches. Uh, and then they were in Hong Kong. I went to Hong Kong, played, mm. went back mm. to the US, finished my exams and then went back to Zim. And I swear I slept for like 16 hours when I got back. Just dead. I was just dead. Exhausted. Mm. Yeah. I was so tired. Um, and my body was, was, was aching, right? Yes. It was bad. Yes. I mean, you feel it now. My body was, was taking it, like hits. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's when I decided, you know, there's more, there's more to me and I need Beyond. to explore it. I need to dare to explore it. So, I kind of remember going through something similar where there's an athlete mindset where there's this obsession. It's almost, and you have to be. Like I don't, you have to almost have like this single-minded, obsessive uh, way of living to, of course, try and make as a professional because the, the chances are so slim. Yeah. Um, but whether it's through injuries and over, like, for myself, you get to a point where there are injuries and you realize like I'm not as good as I was. Yeah. And 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 like there's that hard conversation you have to have with yourself to be like, chief, this we're nice, but like we are okay, but yeah. to play at the elite level, that's not quite there anymore. Yeah. Um, and I know that there's almost like a transformational experience that has to happen into kind of exploring what else life could be like beyond um, sport. What was that like for you? Because I think there might be many athletes who are like, you almost get trapped in a prison. You say like, well, I don't know if I can do anything else, quite frankly, beyond this thing that I've committed my whole existence to. So what yeah. was that experience like for you? Or was it as deep as I'm making it seem or not really as much? Does, no, it's you know definitely, or, it's definitely or what advice, you know, could you give to someone in a similar predicament? Yeah, yeah I, I think it is as deep as you say. And mm. complete uh, full disclosure, I'm still going mm. through, you know, I'm still going through that transition. 
um, and it doesn't doesn't stop. I've got a uh, a fiance who's uh, who's going yes. through as well. Cause she was in. A, a you have a what? Thing. Sorry, wait, you have a what? You have a what? <laughs> I don't know. Cut out there. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk after. We'll talk after. But that was new information. That's new information. <laughs> what? That we'll talk after. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, let's just. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations, first and foremost. Congratulations. But we'll Thank talk you. after. Anyway, so you have a fiance who is. Who's um, awesome. Yeah. I'm doing the same. She, you know, she was a synchronized swimmer. She was in, a, in the Olympic team, ended up not mm. going. Um, mm. And then. And the you know, Olympic team for the United States. It's for the US. Yeah. 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 Ended up not going. And, you know, she mm. was. And then she tried again recently and, mm-hmm. you know, she fell, she fell short, mm-hmm. but it's still the constant, like, I don't know how many times I've thought, oh, maybe I can just, maybe like, just it's like it's nagging. Yes, yeah. Yes. It's like, I'll just make a comeback. Let me go train harder. Let me, you know, but it's, it's tough. It's tough. And I think it comes from, like you were saying, everything I was doing every day was towards that singular goal of being a professional rugby player. What I was eating, what I was consuming in terms of, you know, mentally, who I was around, the decisions I was making, making a decision whether to go out or not go out. Um, you know, who I was drinking. Like, guys, I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking. Yeah. I'm training. yeah. Like- every single thing was towards that. So now to say, um okay now that's that's part of me that's that's done and move on to the next thing you're starting from zero it's it's tough yeah and if and did you have this i guess you were schooling which was quite helpful but did you have this i don't know if the word is like imposter syndrome in a way where you kind of go into like the working world and you kind of dedicate all of your your time energy and efforts and thoughts to sport then you will look at the other side and everyone has these other skill sets that make them very well suited to the working world. And you're like, goodness me, I don't have. Yeah. And they come, they come, of course, they with come. exposure. But time. they've been cultivating. Yeah, yeah, people yeah. have been, and like, and not even like just in varsity, like from high school, because the professional sporting pursuit doesn't just start at varsity. It starts literally 13, 14, 15. It's like a mindset. So yeah. these other people have been kind of dedicating their existence to academics, studying, just grinding at the six so by the time they're 20 24 23 this skill set is so sharp yeah and you're looking like goodness me yeah maybe i should have been doing, <laughs> doing that you know and, that's, yeah. and of course there's, there's no singular path to everybody but did you almost have like i don't know if imposter syndrome as a word to some degree to be like goodness me how am i ever going to match up um yeah some of these I, folks. I i definitely I, I definitely did and you know there's a lot of especially confidence my man confidence was such a big thing um mm. you know uh there's a consulting uh saying um that um you rather be uh wrong but confident rather than right um but like not confident mm. um so you even know, just confidence in and of itself whether you're wrong or right it's like yeah um, and, and when you're when you're trying to now break into this new you or new world, that confidence is a bad like every day you talk you you you're like hyping yourself up like no you got it okay just speak mm-hmm. speak with 
tone of voice, you're always monitoring your tone of voice, the speed is what you say things or what time you say, yes. that, you know, yes. like you're like, I, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. And it's tough. Mm -hmm. it, is, it is really, it is really tough. But I think what mm -hmm. helped was knowing that um, I had, you know, there's certain, there's certain char characteristics that came from the sporting world. Um, Good that, point. What, what, what was transferable? Because they have to be takeouts in any yeah, yeah. That things that can be transferred. Um, what were your transferred? transferable things i i think that the team not letting other people down was a, was a big thing that can be you know mm -hmm. um taken in a couple of ways but if i'm in a team whether it be business or whatever it is whatever I'm, sure i'm a i'm a huge team player and i don't want to mm -hmm. let anyone down like i don't mm -hmm. want to because that comes from the the rugby mentality of if you're not doing your job then Everyone. doing a disservice to your teammates because now you're making it hard for everyone yeah. yeah yeah i think that was that was one thing and i think the discipline of you called it an obsession before um mm -hmm. if i know what i can be obsessed about i will be if mm -hmm. i know the 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 ins and outs of um if i went to real estate and yes Whatever. The, yeah the mm -hmm. you know the first year or months will be i'll be learning things but mm -hmm. once i know uh the ins and outs i can because of that uh athletic background i can be obsessive about it the same way i mm -hmm. want which means mm -hmm. that my learning becomes a lot faster um, mm -hmm. than, than other people who may be in the industry it's mm -hmm. it's it's sometimes can be unhealthy but in a way it's like I even used it in, in an interview that I, I just can't wait to be obsessed with something else rather than rugby. In this, because yeah. if I can take all the energy that I have with this and then use it here and then say, oh, goodness me, I'm actually pretty good at this. Oh, it's like, because I know I can, if I can transfer that, that yeah. it's the, the possibility is almost limitless and endless. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it, and it, it helped, it helped. And, and the biggest thing I think as well was, um, rugby was was part of me it, it i can't hide it i can't shun it um it's it's already there so just use it like own, you, it. own yeah, it own yeah, it own it own it and yeah. use that perspective and mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know it wasn't just the sport like don't tap into just playing the sport it was mm -hmm. it was you traveling to different places it was you meeting different people it was you mm -hmm. immersing yourself in different cultures it was mm -hmm. you having the discipline to to do certain things that needed to be done whilst having a good time as well. There's yes. it was you like bringing a, a team together or bringing mm -hmm. people together. All those mm -hmm. things happened outside of the pitch and inside of the mm -hmm. pitch. Because mm -hmm. rather than you know outside of just playing and passing the ball and scoring mm -hmm. tries, there were certain mm -hmm. things that had to happen. Was yes. that transferable to to anywhere else? Um, For sure. That, yeah, that you can own as a as a, as an athlete. Well, you know, I know I know so many athletes who could be phenomenal in business because of and not because of because of the discipline in which they approach their sport. Like if you look at the idea of strategy, for example, like having strategy such at the start of the year and say this is the strategy. Let's bring the right people to kind of 
get the strategy down and then execute. That's these are literally skills you can transport from sport. That's what you do every day. You're gonna then all you go and play, you do reviews. Like, okay, guys, let's review this month. Yeah. Will we performing? Why weren't we performing? Like this is what athletes do all the time. Mm-hmm. I think there's this kind of reshifting kind of um what that might look like in one's head into a different world is the tough thing that people have to think about. But if one they once they can do that, like that transition becomes so much more manageable, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. Agreed. so you so you've had this like terrific like whirlwind of a journey, I guess, from Harare mm-hmm. to Wales to the United States. You're now working in the United States. You've been there eight years. Um talk to us a little bit about I know you started the Chuma Foundation recently, which is basically yeah, maybe talk to us a little bit about your foundation and what um, what some of the work you're doing there, so we can kind of get a sense of that. Yeah, yeah, sure. So the foundation is based off the the simple idea mm-hmm. that I am where I am mm-hmm. um, because the world said I was talented, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but there are others that are also talented that deserve the same opportunity that's that's where mm. it and it mm. and it's it's and it wasn't easy for me and it was you know to to you know i'm not it's not like i'm a millionaire and i'm killing it yes, but I have yes. more, you know i have i have a lot of opportunity i have more opportunity than a lot of people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but it wasn't easy to get here and it could be easier mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it's me just trying to pave the way for um, other other talented people, um, so that they can they can also do the same for others. It's it's trying to create a domino effect of of Pay you know, forward. exactly mm-hmm. of, pay, of paying it forward, and especially mm-hmm. for Zimbabwe. Um, mm-hmm. So the foundation is created out of that, and it's based off um, it's a scholarship for a talented rugby player um, mm-hmm. to go to. Um, Lindenwood University, um, mm-hmm. almost like you know the track that I took. Um, mm-hmm. But the the important thing, the unique thing, is that it's based off character, um, and mm-hmm. it's based mm-hmm. off the ability to uh, for that person to be uh, a good person, uh, to be an ambassador, uh, mm-hmm. to be a leader, and to mm-hmm. um, also have an impact on on people around them in a positive way. Um, Huge. Yeah, which is which is massive, which is more important than your talent and your sporting talent. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was never the most talented rugby player. I was consistent, mm-hmm. um, but I, I just met good people along the way that helped me. Um, so, so, so if you could do the same for someone else, then that would be... Exactly. Um, so the foundation is based off that and it started Negotiated with Lindenwood University to to have. How did yeah? How did you negotiate that just so you can get a little bit of idea of the story there? Because of yeah, course they must yeah. have seen something new to say. Look, you've had such an impact on this school. We want to help support this foundation and athletes that come through or people that come through this you know foundation. How do you do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I mean it's not for me to say what they thought of me, but I, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, I will say that they they um, you know. During the conversation, it was um, the negotiation was based on on me saying that you know, look, this could be an opportunity to get uh, uh, good talent, uh, talent mm-hmm. that is not only 
talent, but that is, uh, you know, leadership quality talent um, mm-hmm. from, you know, from Zimbabwe um, mm-hmm. that can, um, you know, create uh, uh, an ecosystem for more talent to be yes. and, and so on. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I and I said that you know I'm willing to do this, and a big part of it as well was, you know, trying to get the, the Zimbabwean community to come around this talent once once they're here. Um, and and say to, again, to, to the Zimbabwean community to do what to to okay. come around this talent once they're here. So yes. like you, yes yes there are Zimbabweans that are in St. Louis that you know need to to be part mm-hmm. of these people's journey mm-hmm. along mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the conversation was okay there's this talent there's people that can come around it the school has resources and it will benefit from it uh, however uh, and i'm giving away my secrets here um they need to uh, lindenwood university in faith needs to to give uh the first scholarship for free um so uh so that um no i'm not sure i'm sure i'll probably get a phone call when this gets out or i shouldn't have said say fam no yeah um um but they need to in faith that we um find the talent raise the money um and create the ecosystem that they're going to be in which we are you know we've created some some certain things within the ecosystem that they're going to be in mm-hmm. um we're currently you know sourcing the talent recruiting and trying to see who um, wants to yeah raise the funds as well and and also we're, we're raising raising the funds so and we've created a uh, a donor advised fund with the St. Louis uh, Community Foundation, which can only be gifted towards these grants. So um, that's yeah. phenomenal. So you guys have like a target amount that you want to raise. So I know I've made as my small, smaller than I don't, my small okay. donation. <laughs> uh, I've, I've made a small donation, to, of course. I think it's, I think to kind of contribute towards that would be great. I think I'll just put your link where I'll share the link as also even else has that. Um, I, yeah, I think it's terrific like that you often have to acknowledge your privilege, right? To say, look, I've been lucky and, and everyone has had difficulties along the journey and successes as well. But it's, it's, it's terrific when people can use their platforms and their journeys to almost pay the way forward to someone else, you know, and make it easier for someone that comes in after you. So yeah, I think it's highly committed because a lot of people have come and kind of gone through the program, right? But I don't, I don't know a lot of people that have actually said, I've been through it. Someone else must also come through, but it should be easier than it was for me, you know? So yeah. I would say that's like super cool, man, and and highly commendable. And I, I think I'll, I'll reach out to as many people as I can to, to help, help back whoever the student will be and uh, get behind them, you know? And hopefully it'll lead to many more beyond just one. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, dude, sure. Super. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it will definitely be something that's uh, um, quite impactful for whoever it is, you know. Get that. Yeah. 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 No. 
think I think this has been phenomenal for me. I think it's like you've taken a lot. I've taken a lot of your time, but I appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. I've gotten all like the juice and all of the stories that I have have gotten uh, you to this point. I think what would be great is, you know, if you can just showcase some of these like data points across the journey, so at least you can take we can take extract value from those particular points and share it with other people, so that they can look at your life and say, oh, oh maybe I can actually go to school again, even if it's later than I thought it was. Maybe I can pivot from being an athlete into consulting or do my MBA. You know what I'm trying to say? Or live in the United States or move to Wales for, you know, for goodness sake, whatever. So, yeah. you know, you know, it's been great to kind of get a sense of that. And um, thank you for, you know, bearing yourself um, with me and everyone who's going to watch this. Yeah, no worries. Thanks. Thanks for having me. And I, I definitely think that, you know, this uh, podcast is going to there's a lot of phenomenal Zimbabweans out there and I'm excited to watch them through your um, you know through your lens so I'm really excited for that so thanks for having me all good thanks brother cheers South Africa when I was 14.